Okay, so I have an idea. What if we started a podcast that's about making a podcast? This is The Mark Cannon Show. Welcome back to the show, guys. Happy to have you back here again. I'm your host, Mark Cannon, and this is The Mark Cannon Show. Today, I talk with Skylar Sokolowski, who is a food photographer, content producer. Um, She's done some amazing work already with some big brands like Daily Harvest that you already know, Uh, but she also does a lot of freelance work. And if you just check out her Instagram page, which I will uh, link, um, it's pretty pretty amazing and will definitely um, get you hungry. So um, wanted to have her on today just to talk about a little bit of what she's doing right now um, and then also give a few tips to, uh, to people since a lot of uh, folks are at home cooking and baking. Um, so I have a must-try quarantine recipe from her coming up, um, and it's very Instagrammable, so definitely something you want to check out. Um, we talk about baking versus cooking, um, so which one's better, which one's more relaxing, um, and then the key or her keys to making home cooking look good looking. Um, since, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are posting their lunches, their dinners. Um, so a few keys that could help you guys out in that sense. And then on the social media side of things, um, since she's been very heavily involved in, in running these for um, some brands, um, she talks about uh, different things, how to build a following on social media, striking that balance between, you know, in life and online, and then how to get back into social media like myself after a hiatus. You know, I was posting pretty frequently and then I've gone away for a little bit. So how do you get back into it after you've been away for some time? I thought that could be interesting for folks out there that are in the same predicament. Um, and then is it necessary to have a content calendar for personal brands? Um, that's, you know, something I was curious about. And then lastly, when is it good enough to post? When is something, when is one piece of content good enough to post? Um, that's something that I feel like is on a lot of people's minds. Um, so I wanted to explore that with her and get her thoughts. So you'll see all of this and more upcoming on this next conversation with Skylar Soklowski. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Cool. Well, welcome to the show. I'm excited to uh, to have you on. I, you know, as I'm getting back into social media, this yes. is a, a great time to chat with you a little bit since I know you're you're heavily into this space. Yeah, um, definitely. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just to give you know the audience a little background to you, mm-hmm. uh, you're big into food photography. Yes. You work a lot. You know, content production, social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I figure that's a great place to start. Everybody loves food. So yes. uh, what have you been doing recently or, you know, what, uh, what have you been uh, working on? Actually, okay. I love that you said everyone loves food because I always, always talk about that. Um, cause people will say like, Oh, why do you love food so much? Like, why do you like doing food photography? And I feel like it's because everybody loves food. Like it's something that everyone can connect on and get excited about no matter who you are. And yeah. if you don't like food, I, I can't trust you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but something I've been working on, um, is obviously always just working on my Instagram, building that, um, doing, trying new recipes, um, working on my, what have you tried recently? What's like the latest recipe that everybody has to try? Oh, well, of course the, uh, Dalgana coffee. Did you see that? No. What is that? Okay. I might be totally butchering the name. It's D-A-L-G-O-N-A. I guarantee you, anybody listening knows what it is. It's no, 
tell me about it. So um, it's been like sweeping the web. Like there's like Snapchat story. I gotta, I gotta look this up. Yeah. Um, what, what is it called? Dalgona. I don't, I'm saying it wrong, but it's D- it Dalgona. D A L G O N A. Coffee. Um, and yeah. So if you looked it up, it's it's like I don't know. Oh, whip, yeah, whipped coffee. I've I've been seeing that this is like trending, like whipped coffee, but I didn't okay. I have no idea why. Okay, see, I, I, have, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, so that's something I tried recently, um, and it works. If you're curious, it actually works. You just blend. Um, it's like hot water, instant coffee, and sugar. And I use coconut sugar because I'm always trying to use like the cleaner alternatives to things, of course. Um, and you whip yeah. it up with a hand whipper, like a hand mixer. And then you um, put that over milk and ice and it's so good. It's actually really good. Um, wow. I will, I will say maybe it's like a little overrated just cause it's like, so of course it's so big. So when you try it, you're going to be like, uh, you know what I mean? Like why is it so famous? But it was good. It was really good. Um, so yeah. if you're a coffee drinker, definitely try that. Well, is it, is it more the taste or is it how it looks? Because obviously for it to go like yeah. more or less like trending and yeah. viral, like, I feel like it's like, Instagram or now it's like TikTok. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's like a term, but I was gonna say, well, what do you think? It's probably yeah. the way it looks, right? Yeah. No, I think it's a lot because of like the look of it too. And and I the only reason I made it was because I mean I do like coffee, but everybody else was doing it. And I was like, oh, I want to put this on my story. Like I want to be a part of things, you know? Um yeah. but that's part of like the whole community aspect of Instagram, which I love. So but yeah, you'll have to try it. it it's pretty good. Um so it's instant coffee. Yeah your kind of sh- whatever sugar and then my kind of sugar <laughs> yeah yeah coconut sugar yeah whatever you want to use but um instant coffee hot water coconut sugar and you blend it with a hand mixer and it whips like like whipped cream it's it's crazy <laughs> wild um because like, like who drinks like instant coffee anymore like right what, what a genius thing if somebody like at one of these like instant coffee companies you know was like let's just like mix this together and you know, see what happens. Like, yeah, I'd be curious like where this like all started because, I mean, I know we're like in the middle of this like pandemic right now, and yeah. you know, supplies are low on a lot of different things. I'm oh, wondering, yeah, is that why instant coffee is like having a moment? A moment. Like, yeast is too. Just yeah. an FYI. Oh my gosh, yes. I, I can't know. yeast anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's telling me baked bread. You know, yep. I I'm can't like, find it either. I can't find it. On Amazon. Um, you know, what's so funny. You're so good at like making observations like that and like putting things together. Like I've noticed that you like, you make comments about things and I'm like, oh my gosh, duh. Like I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. It's probably partly because instant coffee is something that everybody has around. So it's like, let's find a recipe to use it. It's like the last reserve of like coffee. Like you're out of K-cups. There's nothing, you know. Yeah, exactly. Espresso's gone. Like, I don't know. I guess we have instant coffee left. Yeah. Um, I think that that's like partly the reason for sure. Yeah. But, um, that's probably my most recent recipe that I've, that I've tried. That was interesting. What about you? What else? Like, (laughs) um, see, I've, I've been trying to break out like now go figure the time that like the supplies are limited, you know, it's like really like, you know, you shouldn't be going to the grocery store at this point in my area, at least, or you should be like, you know, very well protected. So at the time where I'm like, all right, I have a ton of time at home to like experiment with yeah. different recipes. It's like, ironically, I can't do that. Yeah. Because, like I'm not running out to the store to get like three ingredients. 
I'll like make one trip and get everything out of the week, but I'm a big like Costco person. So Oh my gosh, love Costco. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like I bought a ton in bulk, but like how much almond flour do I really need? Like, do I need like a huge sack of it? I probably not. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah, so that's I'm I'm like still sticking to my my standards, my yeah. chicken, my you know, yeah. salmon, whatever, but you're, I haven't you're really branching like, out a little bit. Yeah, I, I would like to. I love that you said almond flour. So you're a fellow almond flour user. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I try and get healthy as much yeah. as I can. So oh, cool. I feel like that's at least doing it when I'm eating like, or making something like sweet, yeah. you know, good dessert or something. Almond flour is great. I've been using <laughs> that a lot too. It's a good like gluten-free alternative, just for anybody yeah. who's curious. <laughs> um, it's nice and it doesn't really even taste that much different. No, so it's it like, really doesn't. It's always been like my thought is like when when I started, like I didn't always eat super healthy. And I realized that, you know, I played like football throughout like, you know, my whole life up until college. And I was like an offensive lineman. So I was a bigger guy. Like I got out of college. I'm like, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little bigger. Like, you know, I just slimmed down be like more of like a healthy, like weight. So that's how I got into like healthy eating. And I realized like that different you know, taste wise, like you can find really anything that, that you want that was like a junk food and make it semi-healthy and it's not so terrible. I know a lot of people don't like protein, like the taste of protein shakes and stuff like that. There's more to it than just that. kind. Isn't that so weird how that's happened? Like we have so many options now. Like it's crazy. There really Mm -hmm. is like no reason or excuse to not be like health conscious or health focused or like like there is just literally an alternative to everything and it like blows my mind and I love it yeah. obviously because I'm very yeah. focused there, yeah there's, there's so much and it's like uh it's like that's the tough thing when I'm trying to tell people like oh like look out for this or you know because I had to do like a lot of research to understand why some of these foods mm-hmm. were not super healthy like yeah yeah at the end of the day like you eat fairly healthy like clean right. kind of proteins and vegetables like Obviously, you're gonna do okay, but if you want to like maintain some kind of like social yeah. life, I know like right now we can't like do it too much, but yeah. when you're out to eat with your friends, like right, you order that's like a smarter choice. Right, um, that no, was like the thing I think for me. That's such a good point. So okay, so I'm curious because we were talking about veganism before, um, and how I like you know speaking of like health conscious and like trends and there being alternatives to everything. So you know we were saying before how. I was like a hardcore vegan for a while. Have you ever like dabbled into that at all? I thought, I actually thought about it this past year, but I was like, it was a tough thing because I'm like, I really love meat. Like yeah. chicken, I eat it pretty much every day. Yeah. Um, I was eating steak for the past like year or so. I was real because of my sweet. I don't know if yeah. you're familiar with like that method of cooking. Um, oh, it's like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or bath. So I really got into that because you could cook a steak perfectly in that thing. So yeah. I was like, okay, I can buy them at Costco yeah. in bulk. You know, I could have like a like a an amazing little steak lunch. Yeah. Where everybody, was, oh my god, you're making steak every day. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's like cost effective. Like, yeah. it's cheaper than even yeah. going out and getting lunch anywhere else. So I was like, wow, why not? But then, you know, I've been trying to cut back. Yeah. I don't know, like. I yeah. hear so many conflicting things in like the health community about yeah. is it good? Is it not? 
Um, first of all, it's funny to me because when I hear you say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's such a guy thing to like get like so into the routine of making something and like, you know, you can make it good and you just start making it like every day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I do. I'm like, I throw stuff in my Instant Pot, like that's cooking. Yeah. I got this going. I'm like easy. And it's like easy cleanup. It takes me <laughs> minimal time. Yeah. So I could do things like this. Um. Yeah, no, wait, what was the, the last comment you made? Like, the did you ask a question or something? So you were asking, like, have I ever, like, dabbled right. into veganism? I, I, I'm thinking about it yeah. because, you know, you hear all these, like, athletes and they're like, well, yeah. I do. Or, you know, I can still build muscle. Like, I think that's the scariest thing that if I'm not, because I've always been told, like, bring in, you know, mm. eat as much protein as you can, especially right. because, like, I'm a bigger guy. I don't want to, like, just be, like, super lanked out you know and like you know lose all my muscles like a lot of people like yeah. yeah so it's like i don't know if i could yeah. get all that from right let alone like vegetarianism like yeah. veganism that's a tough yeah. a tough ask like if you were trying to convince me to be a vegan right. like, you say that like hardcore well hardcore. it's funny because i've never ever been like somebody who's like going to like push my, you know, beliefs on anybody or my lifestyle. So even when I was hardcore vegan, I would never like try to convince somebody. You know what I mean? I just think that yeah. like each their own, like, you know, do whatever feels right for you. And I think, but I think there is definitely, especially now there's so many alternatives and so many options in the grocery store. There definitely are other like sources of protein um, that you can get like protein from than me. I think that like right now I'm pretty much like strict vegetarian. Um, yeah. but I, so I don't really eat any meat, but I definitely like will eat some animal products, but I cut back because to me, the whole thing, um, and you were talking about like the reasoning is definitely like environmental. That's kind of like what got me into it before. Um, I think that there is a health aspect to it as well. And then also like an ethical you know, people have mm. ethical reasons, but I think that my driving force, like my passion is like environmental. So that's kind of where I like cut back on that because, you know, animal products have such a bigger footprint compared to other, other foods. Yeah. Um, so I try to live like as sustainably as possible. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to cut back on that as much as possible. Yeah. But, what, like, I'm always curious, like what got you into like veganism or yeah. caring about sustainability? Yeah. Like, cause like, from my perspective, like there was a few things that I consumed and I hear other yeah. people, like the reasons that they've gone vegetarianism. Like I watched this mm. called food Inc. Which yes, is kind of that's opening the like, whole industry. Now I still eat meat. Obviously it wasn't enough to like deter me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of like influenced you or made you really like dive into that? Like I'm sure oh, were yeah. you eating like, normally before veganism? Well, that's, yeah, that's actually such a good question. I love like, yeah. Um, so I, we were talking about this before, big YouTube person, huge YouTube person, which you were saying you are too. So we're, we're both on the same page here. We love YouTube. Um, but I got into it just through exploring. I used to be really into actually like beauty YouTube videos, which is so funny, like beauty and fashion, which is like not something I'm into anymore. Um, and from there, I think I just stumbled upon like, like the cooking videos. I was always into cooking. And then mm. I found some vegan YouTubers and they were like so cool to me. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And just from watching them, I got inspired. But um, other than that, though, I also, besides that, I grew up, my whole mom's side of the family, who I'm really close with, um, they're very, they take a very like holistic approach to health and to life. And um, 
my mom's side are pretty much all chiropractors. I have a lot of chiropractors on that side. So it's very like natural living. And my great grand or my grandfather and my great grandfather um, were vegetarians. Um, I have other family members that are vegetarian. So I kind of just grew up with that like knowledge instilled in me. Okay. um, Which I'm very grateful for because that's not the case, you know, for everybody. Um, I know some people like I talk to about wanting to go vegan and they're like, I can't because it's like, you know, they're younger and they live at home and they're like, I don't really have those options, you know? Right. Um, but that's, yeah, that's kind of like how I got into it, which is. Well, can you can you be like, can you be a vegan anywhere in the country? Is it like, is yeah. it limited to having like those specialty stores mm-hmm. because everything has to be raw in a sense? Or yeah. Is it, I don't. Like, like there's like a Whole Foods around you or like, yeah. one of those, those like is yeah. it even for people like in the, you know, maybe in like the Midwest where it's like, it's not a lot of places or uh-huh. it's you know, kind of like desolate. Like, is it hard to do that? Yeah. I mean, there's going to be not as many options. Um, you're always going to have like the staples and the basics. And I think this is such a misconception um, that like things have to be like labeled vegan, like a special vegan product product for it to be vegan. Like oats are vegan, beans are vegan, rice is vegan. Like um, a lot of the staple stuff, like vegetables are vegan, fruits vegan. Like you can definitely like, definitely like survive you know in areas like that but of course it's nice to have like a whole foods where you can get like seitan and like tofu and stuff and like those things so it's a lot easier that way but it's interesting because i think this is in a lot of the documentaries um like the vegan documentaries a lot of like the poorer areas and poorer countries like eat vegan by default because you know vegan foods like a little you know like those staples are like a little cheaper um, so a lot of people do think eating vegan is more expensive, but it really doesn't have to be. Um, yeah, I guess it does depend on like what's most readily available around yeah. you. In some areas, like yeah. vegan might be like more of a status thing, and the other one, like like you're right. saying, like, it might be more of like a necessity. Like there is yes. no yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah I mean that's like yeah a good point too. Um, yeah, it's funny. Cause it's like, yeah, out of necessity, it's not really as like much of a status thing, which, you know, it's gotten to be, of course. Um, yeah. but yeah, I definitely found the balance between that. I think that like, I'm so like, I so love the whole vegan lifestyle. I think it's awesome. Like I was vegan for a while, but I just now found the balance of, you know, still living life. And, you know, we were talking about this before, like still being like real and like going out and, you know, still experiencing, other kinds of cuisines and stuff that aren't vegan. I like that. I like being able to do that. But then I also love knowing that like in my daily life that I I've cut back on those products because of what I believe in and what I'm passionate about, which is the planet and the environment and protecting it. So yeah, that's just, I love, I love the idea of just like living a lifestyle that really aligns with what you want and what you stand for. Um, And that's how I've always been. And that's, kind of what inspired me to start my Instagram too is sharing that lifestyle with others. So And so your Instagram is mostly like is it food? Is it It's evolved. It's like the whole like lifestyle of like sustainability and It's a it evolves um with me and how I evolve. So it's like when I started it, I was like hardcore vegan. So it was like all vegan stuff. And then um I kind of like um transitioned into more like I was more focused on rather than just being vegan, I was just focused too on like living a whole entire lifestyle that was so aligned with what I believe in. And so like being um, sustainable and how I shop and like, you know, buying local because when you buy local, um, it has a lower footprint because it hasn't had to travel as far. So like other things like that, that aren't just about veganism, you know what I mean? So yeah. it kind of like um, 
um, turned into that. And now it's turned into more just like, I'm super, super passionate right now about just food photography in general. Um, but also still sprinkling in some of that, like, you know, stuff I'm passionate about as well. Um, but I think that, and again, we were talking about before about building up, like a, having a platform, like a, an audience on your Instagram. And I've kind of found that like, it's easier to just focus on one thing, you yeah. know, and then like you just tailor to the, that, that need, like those, con- that content. So I think right now my big focus is just like food photography and styling um, and sharing. And who care about that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like cooks and like yeah. all, all the, you know, people out there, like, I feel like the uptick in like cooking shows is, you know. Yeah. Oh, I Everybody's at home. Everybody's cooking. Yeah. I know. It's, it's fun. It, it's fun to see that. Cause I don't know if you've noticed that like on Instagram, well, I think you just said that, but um, how, like how many people are cooking now? I love it. So, yeah. yeah. It's the people who do cook like are like doubling down on it. They're like going live constantly. Yeah. yeah. I know. Um that you know that's what we should have done. We should have set up a cooking show here. <laughs> we, we we can still we can still do it. We'll, you know, kind of uh table well, that But um yeah, I think that it's it's really cool to see people do that. And it's funny because I see everybody like talking about like, oh, I have time to cook and like um, I'm doing all this now. And it's just so funny because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me every day. Like I literally focus so much on like food and my meals. Like I go bu- above and beyond for like every meal that I make, <laughs> which is like crazy. But it's just what I'm passionate about and what I enjoy doing. But That's awesome. Um, well, how, how is it getting like groceries where you are right now? Like so, for me, it's pretty difficult. Like even the deliveries aren't. Yeah there's like no time slot. So we just, um, you know, the group that I'm with, we just went to the grocery store yesterday, actually, but we've just been trying to go as little as possible. And I wore gloves, of course, when I went and like, um, obviously like masks and whatnot. And it's, so it's like the, it's like the grocery stores are still open and we can go, but we're just being super careful. And now after this, like, I am not going back for like another three or four weeks. Like we got a lot of stuff. Um, what about you? I mean, I, I make these trips, I go to Costco and I picked up like a ton of stuff last week, but I haven't, like, I've been trying to to check like Amazon yeah. every, you know, Amazon's ten, last night, last night I checked like late at night. I had a little, little window of time. I was like, Oh, great. So I put one thing in my cart. I was like, let me go back. I'll throw a few more things in. By the time I got back, the slot was gone. And I'm like, Oh God. Oh, so I've been, yeah. I've been yeah. checking it every day. Like, yeah. I'd rather not go out to the store. Like I have enough food to last me, Yeah. but the next order I think I can get isn't for another like two weeks. So it's best to just, yeah. Yeah. These companies are just like, I don't know. They must be like hurting like Instacart, you know, I don't know who's, I don't know who's running these things now, but these people have to be running nonstop. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. We, we were checking the group I'm with. There's four of us. Um, We've been checking like online for the slots as well. And, and we couldn't find an open one. We were just like, oh my gosh. Um, but it was like, it, it, we had to go to the grocery store because like I said, there was four of us. Like we had, like we were running low. And I think if I was by myself, I would definitely be able to like get creative and like, like just make it work. But when you have four people that like, when there's not enough food, it like can get kind of like too much, yeah. you know? So we had to go, but like I said, I'm going to avoid it now and just like use what we have. Um, but I think that that just inspired me. I feel like I should make some recipes that are like 
super like simple, like quarantine friendly recipes where it's like, you don't need a lot of ingredients. It's stuff that you probably have. That would be like perfect for right now. Yeah. Like what would be, what would be the best recipe that you have that is like the fewest ingredients? Oh, bread the other day. Didn't seem like there was a ton of ingredients in there, but like something that people have around or like I could yeah. try out. Well, you know what? I feel like this is a good one because, um, because there's like everywhere seems to be out of yeast. And that was my problem because I wanted to make right, yeah. bread so bad and they didn't have it anywhere. So I ended up doing um, two and a half, two cups of chickpea flour, flour and a half a cup of um, almond flour. And then you whisk that together with um, a tablespoon and a half or a teaspoon and a half of baking powder, baking soda, sorry. Whisk it together. And then you slowly pour in um, a 12 ounce sparkling water and then you mix it together and then you, you bake it and it, it literally, it rises like bread. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So but, um, seltzer or yeah. soda, like that's... a lot of people have, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'll be posting that in the next couple of days. So you'll have to try that. I would love that. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Cause um, I've, been, I've been like, everybody's just, you know, make some bread, make some bread. I don't even really eat bread normally, but either, uh, no. uh, yeah, I'll, I have no problem. Like it looks fun. Everybody's like, it's so, um, it's such like a, a good experience. Like it's a very rewarding experience. Like, I don't know if you feel the yeah. same way. Like I don't know if you've actually made like, yeah. bread with. I don't know if it's any different, but everybody seems to think it's like a, a good, a good thing to make versus yeah. like something else that might just be like throwing burgers on the grill. Like, you know, that's nice, but I don't know that it's like much work goes into it. That's so funny. We're having uh burgers for dinner tonight. So that's just so funny. You said that, but we're having beyond meat burgers. Have you ever tried the beyond meat? I, I've tried the beyond sausage. So good. From like, um, I think Dunkin' Donuts had it. And I was like, I was like, I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> right, right. It was pretty good. Like, it's not, it doesn't taste very different than actual sausage. No, I don't think it's so. Like, it, if anything, it's like more seasoning or more spices. Like, it's got more flavor. Yeah. But I haven't tried the burgers, so. It's it's really good. After this whole thing's over, you have to go out and, and get some and try. It's really, it's really, like, freaky how much it actually tastes like real meat. But that's coming yeah. from someone who hasn't eaten real meat in, like, five years or four years. So, <laughs> who knows? Um, but also going back to recipes, are you like into like baking at all? Do you see that's the thing. I don't bake a whole ton. Although it's like it's nice. I've made uh I'm trying to think what the last thing I baked. I bake a cake for my dog like every year for a birthday. Oh, that's that's really like in all honesty, like the only thing that I bake. I'm like <laughs> I'll make her a cake and like that's yeah that's pretty much it. So um that okay, that's hilarious. I love that. Um, but I was going to say, because I have a lot of baked good recipes, like on my page that you could try, um, because I just feel like baking is so relaxing. And I've noticed that a lot of people are doing that like right now. And I think it's because it's such a, like when you're stuck in the house activity. Um, but I have some almond flour baked good recipes. So you'll have to check out, um, check out. <laughs> like, so I guess that's like interesting. You say that like, it's more like baking is relaxing versus yeah. like cooking, which a lot of people I guess are like a little adverse to sometimes yeah. I mean, when you have the option to like order out or go mm -hmm. out. So what do you think like baking is more relaxed? Do you think it's more relaxing than cooking is? Yeah, I think it's because I feel like because any, like any sort of baked goods kind of like a comfort food. I, I don't. Yeah, you know, that's you're a, right. 
that's a good question. I also think too that it's like it's almost like less it less it's like not as hard. It's almost like anybody can do it. Um, in a sense, that you're just like mixing things together and then putting in the oven. Whereas like you look at something like a dinner recipe and you're like, oh my gosh, I can take so long and there's like so many steps to this and it's like so involved and it can be right. kind of scary. Um, but that's a good question. I don't really, I don't know. I don't know what it is. That does make sense that it is more of a comfort food. Like yeah. it's like a, cause especially if you're trying to like cook something healthy, like it's not going to like always smell like, oh my God, like <laughs> it just smells like plain chicken breast. Like no one's saying that. Like no one's like, yeah, you know, right. about that. That's so funny. That's why like the whole house like fills up with that smell of like fresh bread or it's like yeah. that, you know, sweetness of whatever. Yeah. Like, like the house smells like, um, like a boiling steak. Is that what you, <laughs> you would say? Yeah. Like, like no one's, no one's saying that. No one's yeah. you know, making a candle scented, you know, chicken bread. Like, yeah, you're right. Like cookies and oh my God. whatever else. Another, so I guess that makes sense. another good observation by you. I see. It makes sense. Um, but maybe, maybe I should try and bake something. Yeah, I think you should because yeah. And the the um almond flour um blondies that I made were really good. Love I think you like them. Yes. Okay, you gotta try it then. It they're so good. good. It involves a cup of almond butter though, so be prepared for that. If you, I don't know if you have those kind of supplies. I got yeah, I'm I'm running low on that kind of stuff. Like I've only gotten like the yeah. basic recently. I haven't like branched out and gotten more of that, but um also every slide opens up. Yes, yes, soon. Um, also, though, it's funny. The reason I love doing baked goods, though, too, of course, it comes back to, like, an aesthetics reason. Um, but it, they photograph so well. And it's just, like, I, I just have – I love shooting baked goods. I don't I don't know why. I think, like I said, it's easy to um, take pictures of. And also, it's, like, really easy to, like, incorporate different parts of the dish in the picture. that makes sense? So, like, like, what do you mean by that? Um, so like I'll do like um so something I've been really into like a style that I've been into recently of like you know food photography is you have like the main dish and then you include little parts of like what's in that dish around it and like a little bowl so like um I'm trying to think let me pull up a picture um so like a like like a little like a little glass mason jar of like cinnamon and like yeah. you know like, like yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say for like for this one, like I put um you can't really see it's not really focusing, but oh you can't really see it. But it was carrot cake, but in the corner I have like the whisk that I used to make the ice oh, cool. sitting there with like the icing still on it. You know what I'm saying? That's smart though. Oh thank you. <laughs> do you realize like a difference like in I know it's not like all about the likes, but like do you realize like a difference when you post things that don't mm. have that or like what me saying you know what I'm gonna like build a little bit more into this picture because I know you're like big into that the food photography you know what's so weird is I think that like I don't think any of that has to do like likes because I see pictures of um like I see pictures of food on Instagram that are literally like so plain like it's it's so bizarre to me and it blew up and has like thousands of likes and I'm like it's just so weird to me I'm like it doesn't look like there was really any like work put into it so I don't know what the secret recipe with that is it's to getting pictures like blowing up I sometimes I think that like Instagram's algorithm just always changes and it just they pick yeah. random things to like put on the um for you page or whatever so but anyway that was talking about the likes um but then you asked what did you ask about oh getting into the doing that 
Um, yeah, like how did you start like saying, you know, what, I'm gonna leave this whisk here, like because yeah. now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm like maybe that's why my pictures seem like. Well, you know, I think what it is is one, it's being real with yourself and critiquing your pictures. So I look at my pictures and I look at the people, my like people that I'm inspired by, food photographers. I'm like, what's the difference here? Not that I like want to like copy them, but well, like, yeah, like what's why is this look really really professional compared to mine? And I just started making like, you know, connections there. Also though, um, I took a lot of like food photography courses and I learned them, um, okay. those techniques in there. But yeah, you should try like, that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that because now that I'm thinking about that, I'm like, that would add like a little bit more like uh, character. Yeah. Or, like a picture. Yeah. I've been taking pictures of like my lunch, you know, or whatever. And, and I'm like, this looks kind of shitty. Like I'm like, <laughs> this isn't anything I'm like excited to post, but you could almost make it like funny. Like, cause I, I see a ton of pictures that look beautiful and I'm like, that's not really me. I yeah. would like the, to do that, but have like a little yeah. humor to it. So <laughs> yeah. now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, I guess that could be, yeah, that you could be something like incorporate if, you know, if people out there are trying to like, you know, make their, little food photos pop a little bit more you could really include like anything you're saying yes exactly and it's crazy how when you hear you you learn tips like that and like little techniques and you implement them and you look at your pictures and you're like wow why haven't I been doing that all along like it seriously will make a difference and then I just have been doing it now so long I'm like I'm so like I'm just so glad I learned that um but it's all it's all about the process everybody has to start somewhere you know um right. So obviously I look back at my old pictures and I, I smile. I'm like, oh, that's so funny. I've like come so far. Um, but wait, I was going to mention something else. Did you did you ask another question? What did you say? No, but I, I guess like on that same wave, like anything else from like uh, even like a, an angle wise mm -hmm. or like anything that people could set up like something yeah. simply while they're at home without having to like go out to the store. Like I think you mentioned before something like how you're setting up your shots, but like just a few tips on like what you've learned from doing yeah. this or like your food photography course or like, yeah. Anything we can like up the game of uh, our food uh, photography. Okay. So I, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Cause I remember my last point, it was going to be about that. So um, yeah. So I was going to say about making the light box, which I was talking about earlier. I think that's a good tip. So um, I like have a makeshift light box um, near my kitchen and it's basically just three pieces of whiteboard um, that you put one on the bottom one on the side and one behind it. Um, and then you put it next to a window. So the window, like the lights coming in, um, natural lighting is always the best for food. That's like another tip. Um, you, I haven't like dove into the world of like um, artificial lighting yet. Um, okay. Very hard to get into. So in the beginning, I would just stick with natural lighting next to a window. It's like sunlight. So like yeah. by a window or something like yeah. that, like in your house? By a window and you don't want the light directly on the food because that creates too much shadow. Um, unless that's the look you're going for, that's like a style. But um, most people doing food photography like that nice like airy kind of like clear look. So you want to do it a window, um, sun not shining right directly on the food. And the reason the window is great and not just directly outside in the sun is because the window acts as a diffuser. Um, and you kind of want a diffuser when you're taking a picture between you and like the light, because it just makes, um, the lighting less harsh on the food, which is like, kind of like usually what you want when you're doing food photography. Um, so then you have the, the window on one side at the opposite side, you have the whiteboard, which reflects the, um, light back onto the food. 
from that side and from behind. Um, and that is like the perfect little lighting setup, I swear. So anyone can try it. You could try it. All you need is three whiteboards. Um, and by whiteboard, I mean poster board. Sorry. Yeah. And then, um, most people probably have like around. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you look around your house, yeah, you can find, yeah, find them probably. Um, I'm trying to think there was another tip. Oh, I would say, you know, adding different things to add like texture. Um, one little tip that I have, it was funny because I was doing this last night and, um, my cousin who I'm staying with was like, what are you doing? So I was, I was taking pictures. I made these like frozen banana pops where I just like, you know, you dip the, um, you put a stick like in the banana and you dip it in uh, chocolate and then freeze it. It's like a yeah. pop. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was taking a picture. I was gonna take like an overlay picture from above and I wanted to put it on a, like, um, a like tray. And so to add texture, I took some parchment paper, some like brown parchment paper and I crumbled it up and then laid it flat again and put it on top because the crumbled paper kind of added some texture. So oh, wow. playing with like texture is fun and adding like little different like layers to it as well. That's um, pretty cool. That kind of makes it like more yeah, professional. With it. Like the more you do it, I'm sure like you're realizing, oh, I can yeah. like, throw this in there. Or... Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you kind of just learn as you go. But I know it's it's funny because I'll, I'll look back on my pictures and I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Like I'll get discouraged now because I'm like not exactly where I want to be with this. Like I definitely intend to like get better and better and just be like become this become like my my main thing. Um, yeah. And I'm just not there yet. And it's okay because I'll look at old pictures and I'll be like, wow, I came so far. And you can apply that to like anything, like anything that you do that you're passionate about. I'm sure you can look at old work and be like, wow, I've come so far, you know? Yeah, definitely. So what do you, what do you eventually want to do with all of it? Like what, what would be like the, the big goal or you could look back and say, all right, I, I like did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I think that my biggest goal is like right now, right now I'm at one of my goals, which was being able to do this like on a freelance level. So like, you know, having people pay me for my work, my mm -hmm. work, crazy. Like, I can't believe I'm doing that. That's so cool. Um, but I definitely want to get to a point where it's like, I would love to do like for bigger brands in the like, like natural food and beverage space, you know, mm -hmm. um, like big brands, like I like, you know how you see like on packages of food, like pictures, like I'd love to be the one taking those. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like kind of like the level that I'd like to be at. And I'd love to be completely self-employed, just like doing it myself. And also I'd love to be at a point. I like, I love um, like teaching and instructing. That's something I also love doing. Um, but I don't have the patience to be a teacher, unfortunately. So I couldn't do that. <laughs> um, but I love, love, love teaching people things. So I'd love in the future, be at a point where it's like, I have my online, my own online program where I'm teaching people about food photography. That That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but I hope those were helpful tips or helpful tips. So yeah, no, they're, they're definitely good. I want to try them out. Even like messing around with the, uh, the picture, just adding things to it. I would love to see you. I would love to see you set up a light box. I'd love to see you like, about it. That would be so funny to see you take these tips and then, you know, like try it with your meals and see how it turns out. That'd be funny. Like I'm trying to think like if I came to you and I was like, all right, I want to do this. Um, it's not going to be like a serious tone or like just, just some, you know, I know like a lot of your shots are like beautiful, like little snapshots. 
how could you add I'm just trying to think like how could you add like a little sense of humor to to that well that's funny yeah right? like because I've never seen something like that like where it's like I know there's have you ever seen the um you suck at cooking yes yeah yeah, yeah. like that's good and they they have a very unique style so you know it's like something like that like I know they use like a bunch of weird props and stuff like that but I didn't yeah know. you know what that's so funny I think we found your I, I think we found your million dollar idea right there yeah I think that you need to you need to do food photography and add like a little kind of like funny like like a joke to all of them I feel like I take it so seriously I have no ideas for you I don't I've never done that yeah, that's the thing like that's why I find it hard to fit in with that community and like I've always yeah. wanted to but I'm like I'm not that serious I'm not yeah that's just not like me or else I would do that yeah so I I get that and I think that like I've noticed from you so you're you're definitely somebody who's um you have you don't really take social media like super seriously basically is what you're saying right not really i mean i like i was into it for a while i felt like i had fun with with you know instagram vine when it came out for a little bit um but then like after a while it was just like probably within the past couple years and even on snapchat for a good bit and i've really fallen off yeah and now it's like okay like starting this podcast is like something that i've always wanted to do and yeah kind of like my own style which yeah. is just like this kind of like figuring it out as we go and just talking yeah. to people and seeing what what happens but oh I love that like, yeah. I don't know like I know you mentioned before you were on YouTube for a little bit and now you got off like right. what like how are you figuring out how to get back on or get back into that and like you know for me like someone who wants to get back on and be like active in social media again like how do you how do you do that? What does it come down to that? I don't know if you'll like relate to this because like you obviously have like passion projects that you work on, you know, like I do. Um, it's funny because it's like sometimes I'm in the mood or like I'll have something where I just execute it. Like I just do it. And that's how I was with YouTube the last time. I feel like I just like was like, I want to be a YouTuber. So I just started making videos. I just did it. Yeah. And now I think I'm taking a different approach. And I think I'm kind of going to plan a little bit more before I just jump right into it and kind of like, make like a, like a game plan. Like I'm going to write down like, okay, like what kind of content do I want to make? Like what kind of videos, like really be like super, um, what's the word? Not mindful, intentional about it. Um, but I'm kind of just waiting for like, like the right time. I don't know. I guess it's funny. I think it's like, I'm saying I'm waiting for the right time, but I, now I'm realizing as I'm saying this out out loud, the right time's now I should just do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, when we say, and like, I say it myself, like, I, I have to like get this down first or like, I have to, whatever. I'm like starting to think like, is that just an excuse I'm telling myself? Like, it's not the right time. Like, I mean, if I say that I don't have time right now, that is a lie. Yeah. I am putting my time towards something else. Like, yes, I'm still yeah, like, right. working, like, you know, eight yeah. to five, but I'm not, I have plenty of time to like yeah. make things. If I wanted to make a TikTok or something like it's just an excuse if I say like, I don't know, like, no, I'm, just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not doing anything. So yeah, I, I know. And that's kind of like how you were with this podcast. You just decided you were going to do it. Right. Like you just kind of were like, yeah, I did it initially like last year. And then I was like, okay. And everybody's like, all right, well, you know, trying to give me advice on like how to move this forward and you know, what, what that might look like. Like, what is the end listener going to get out of this? Like, yeah. these are all great questions. These are all like, awesome things yeah but it just didn't feel like it it meshed well with me like 
I love bullshitting with people and I like yeah. creative people. So I was like, let's start off with this and see kind of where that goes. Yeah. Um, versus like trying to make something that has already been done where it's like, I'm mm. only interviewing people who yeah. are like thought leaders and this and that. Like, I think everybody's interesting. Everybody has agreed you know, things to add, you know, value that. that stuff. So, you know, that's why I wanted to test this out to see, you don't have to be reaching out to like celebrities yeah. or, you know, internet yeah. like personality yeah. to like have a good show or a good conversation. Yeah. Um, True. So yeah, I don't know. There's partly to it, like setting it up, but then also like this, I was just like, just got to run with it and like, let's just get it up and going again. No, I, I totally agree with that. I think that that's, that's the right attitude because I think a lot of times if you really think about it and you think, why am I not starting this right now? A lot of times it'll come back because you're, you know, scared or you're embarrassed or, you know, you don't know where to even begin or you feel like you're not good enough. You're not an expert. But if you always remind yourself, you have to start somewhere. Like everybody starts somewhere. So why not just start right now? And I kind of like that approach that you were talking about, about just figuring it out as you go too. You know, like once you start, it'll, it'll evolve the way it's supposed to evolve and it'll, it'll happen for you. Um, so yeah, I think that that's like actually really good advice right there. Um, so I'm going to start my YouTube channel <laughs> today. <Yeah>. Mark my words. <laughs> I, I that's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like that, that's what it comes down to like this, uh, just getting this off the ground. Like it's a, I guess it's a weird stigma that I've always had that it's like, okay, I'm like you know, 35, I should like have it figured out by now no you know, because everybody else seems to, you know, have it. But in all reality, no one really knows. Like even older people might not know. So it's like, I can't, but everybody that's on social media for the most part, some are genuine, but most are probably living a life mm -hmm. on there that is not true to like their actual feelings or reality. So it's like, I can't, I can't base it off of people who are like, you know, the yeah. fake it, you make it type thing. And it's like, all right, let's just put this out there. Like, I have no idea yeah. what this is going to be, but I have a vague vision of what I'd like it to be. So I think yeah. as long as you keep your eyes on the prize, like. Right. And also we were talking about earlier, like maybe not like, um, you know, attaching an outcome to it. And that's something that I kind of practice just like, not just like a spiritual practice that I focus on in my day-to-day -day life is, and you can apply it here to this is like, not focusing too much on the outcome of what it is or attaching an outcome to it. Um, Cause that kind of takes away from the experience and you don't know, you never know where it's going to go in which direction. So maybe just taking it for what it is right now at this moment and enjoying it and doing what you love and sharing what, you know, makes you happy and um, just seeing what happens with it, I think is like right. the best. I mean, because it's so hard to go. It is so like, it's so hard to go into a project and say, I'm going to create this YouTube and I'm going to blow up and I'm going to ha have how many subscribers and I'm going to be sharing videos about this that are going to get shared. And like, like, that's just, I mean, anybody who's done that before, which I think a good amount of people have at this point, um, created a platform with, um, with intentions of getting, you know, big from it will know that you can't just claim that's going to happen. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, right. You never know. You never know. Social media is so funny how it just like, it just some, sometimes you just get like, you just get popular on there. It just happens. Um, but I think that like, if you just focus more on the content and like making it as, as authentic as possible and what you truly want to share and like really making it good, 
I think you're bound to, you know, be successful, whatever that means, you know? Right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. I was gonna say, whether it's just you accomplish something for yourself, um, whether you just inspired one other person or you have like a little following or you have a big following, you know? Right. Hit it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, I think it's just the fact of like putting it out there Mm -hmm. is, is the hardest part, but it's probably the most, you know, liberating part of it too, because then you, you did it. So I agree. uh, regardless of if it's like perfect or not, it doesn't really. Yeah. Um, So we're going to get after it. I'm going to get back on social media, but it's like, I think striking the balance between enjoying life yeah. and doing it for the camera is something yeah. I'm always like, yeah. I, 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 don't really, I don't care to be famous. A yeah. lot of people that are out there putting stuff out there constantly, like, I think, you know, there's a good amount of them that mm. would or hope to become famous. From 100%. Famous. Yeah. Not my intention, but it's like, I don't know how to balance like being authentic and real and like, in a sense, not giving a shit to put everything out there, but then putting the right things. Yeah. That are like, I know it goes back to probably like what you said, like passion. And that's yeah. like what drives you to put things out there. But yeah, that's so interesting. I know it's like there really is like a balance to be found there. And I don't think anybody like has it really figured out because I mean, like if you think about it, social media is like still kind of new in a way. Think we're still trying to learn how to navigate that but I do think that we're moving into like a time like a a shift where it's like we're all kind of moving towards being a little bit more real on social media um I feel like I've noticed that have you noticed that at all like on- a little bit like some yeah. people um like I don't I don't see anybody that I'm like wow I really relate to them like there's certain certain people but not or people that I know that have like I've, I've seen them come up like that one um, cooking channel for the, mm-hmm. the soup and everything like you know I've seen this guy where he's like you know we started off and I was watching him when he's like in his office and he's like literally making you know all these like meals in his office and sharing them with his yeah. um, I guess like his family and now he's like got this like really nice like kitchen you know, oh all this, like this whole big production so obviously like you know you see him kind of stepping up yeah. uh, you know game over time but, you know, I think he was being real from the beginning. And a lot of people probably are. Yeah. People think that I'm coming in late to the game. I don't see like, I always like to see like when I find a new YouTuber or something, I always go back to their first. Yes. Video. Oh, yeah. So, I think everybody does that. Where did you start from? Like, what, what were you doing? And like, some of these are like completely like random videos, like yeah. nothing to do with their actual channel. So that's why, you know, I like, it's almost like nice to see that. That it's like they didn't start this off and say like this is exactly what I'm doing like yeah and then they kind of like hit something that struck yeah. a chord and then they started it's, going with it. It's always cool to see people being like completely authentic and just letting things happen naturally. It's it's inspiring. Um, and I think that that it's good that people are shifting towards more you know being real on social media because that's what we need. We don't need more people that are being like that are being fake, that are just showing only the good stuff because it's just like, it creates like a toxic environment. You know, it's not really encouraging. Um, so I love that. I love like following accounts like that. And I try to be, you know, as real as possible and not always like, you know, you know, put the perfect meals up. You know, I actually, I try to make a point to like sometimes show meals that like, I mean, even though I really do spend so much time on every meal that I make and I, it's just cause it's just, I'm so passionate about it. I love 
like styling everything I make. It's just a habit at this point. Um, But, you know, sometimes if I do just throw something together, like I try to show a picture because it's like, no, not everything you eat is going to be perfect you know? Um, so if everybody made like a, an effort like that, I think, you know, social media would be such a better place, you know, a more encouraging atmosphere. Yeah. And then everybody would, you know, or more people might join in. Yeah. So if you, if you were to kind of work on your Instagram, what kind of content would you share? Or have you not really put a lot of thought into it? I've put thought into it and it's like, I'm not really too sure. I'm sure like food wise, I think cooking, I think yeah. the the thing that's been holding me back is obviously because I'm, you know, concerned what people think is like the food photography aspect where it's yeah. like, you know, I could sit there and make it look great, but then it's not authentic to me to be yeah. like some serious, like kind of yeah. comment post right. with a serious picture. Cause that doesn't line <laughs> up with me. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a little goofier. I'm like a little lighthearted. Yeah. You know, I'm serious about certain things, but for the most part, like, I see exactly what you're saying. And it's so funny because you said that earlier about, you know, finding a way to make it kind of goofy and funny. Um, And I think that that's something you should brainstorm on and you should think about because I don't really like see any pages like that. And like, this is how like something like this is like born. That's like going to be, you know, could be huge because I don't know anybody like that. So I think that's a good idea that you should probably work on. I like that. Yeah, because I, you know, it's like adding that sense of humor that would line up with me. Like, I I find it so hard to post something if it doesn't feel like so, Mm. like, you know, natural to me. If I'm not making like, you know, some kind of like pun reference, like, yeah, you know, or or something where it like lightens up what I'm posting. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, but I think there's like something to that, or even just being like, even taking cooking and making it like culturally relevant. Like whatever's happening in the news, like I always thought it was like a good idea to take like trending topics and then make a meal around that. Yeah. Like, you know, figure out what, what somebody in the news, their favorite dish is. And it's like, you know, having so-and-so over for dinner and this is what you make. Like, I don't know. It's like a way to like get people into that, but I'm like, do I keep it healthy focused or is it kind of whatever? Like, yeah. does it really matter? Probably not. But you know, well, those are like some ideas I bounced around. You know, what's funny. You just said, doesn't matter. Probably not. And it's funny because again, like I think the reoccurring theme with our chat today is like balance. We keep going back to balance. Um, but finding the balance there too, between knowing that who really cares, like, I mean, nobody pays attention to your posts as much as you do probably. Do you know what I'm saying? You put so much thought where like just being real, like, probably 80 to 90 percent of people just literally like swipe look swipe like they just like don't even really study it so like that's just the reality of it I mean um unless you're maybe like I don't know like Kim Kardashian or someone really big maybe people are looking at your posts more but like most of the time people are just gonna scroll through it anyway so not caring too much because you know that fact but also putting work into it because and that's why the work that you should put into it you really enjoy because that's what you're really getting out of it, you know, is, um, right. you know, from that. But also you want to obviously, you know, put some work into it because you enjoy it. But also because there are going to be that 10 to 20% that do look at it maybe a little bit more. And it does like inspire them and they do learn something from it. Um, I mean, I don't mean to look at it in a negative way, but that's just, that's really. I don't, I don't think that's negative. I think it's like at least realistic yeah. for 
people that might, you know, feel the same way as like I do, where it's like, I don't know, like you want to put something out there, but it's like, is it worth your time to like, cause then I'm like, I don't really care. Like it doesn't matter, but you're right. Like for those 10 to 20% of people who that's really all that matters. Like if you make them smile or whatever, like that's all it does or inspires them to like, try it. Then maybe that's, that's what's worth it. Cause I know you were saying before, like, it's about like, you really like the engagement from it. Yeah. You know, people commenting back or saying, you know, nice words about something you help them with. I think that's, that's what it comes into. Cause I, I like telling people about new things that come out that could like, be you know productivity hack or, or whatever it is and oh like, that's oh, something wow. that you could somebody the other day something like an excel and we're like oh my god i never knew that i'm like but that's it's so random but that's like something you could do and i think that like i think that i think that if you're looking to really like build a platform and a following um like i already touched upon this before i talked about it but really your best bet if that is one of your goals, which is totally okay. Um, Cause that's a really cool way to, you know, reach people. If you want to have a career based off Instagram or if you have a business where you're trying to reach people, um, that's totally okay. That makes sense. If you, if that's your goal, I think the best way of doing that is focusing on one thing and really honing into that content and sharing it. I've noticed. Um, but I think if you're not really caring too much about the following as much like, and you're just looking to have fun and maybe just like reach a few people, maybe just have a little bit of a community. Like I think sharing whatever you want, you know what I mean? If that day you're like, you know what, I'm going to share a positive quote or like, I'm going to share my meal for that day. Um, I think that that's, you know, the way to go, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all stuff that I used to do. I think it got, it got so complicated when there was like stories introduced and then it was Snapchat and then it was. Oh yeah. 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 I think because there were so many platforms, I'm like, it almost was like an exhaustion where it's like, like before it was just like, I'm posting on Instagram or I'm posting on Facebook or or Vine or whatever. And now it's like really like, you know, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm, I've never even like really tweeted. I did one last week and the one before that was probably like a year or two ago. Oh, it's I, like, know. I don't know. Like, yeah. Twitter's a whole nother like, yeah. I don't even know. Are you on there? Like, do you ever? I know how to use it just because of like, being in digital marketing stuff, like I'm familiar with it, with Twitter, but um, I don't have a personal one that I use. I just cannot get into it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, it's just not the case. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I have a hard time with it too. I don't know if it's just like, um, cause I feel like the engagement could be high, but it's like, where do you even start off? Like I'm not, I'm not more of a private person. I'm not like everything out there. Mm-hmm. But people like to put, you know, every yeah. thought out there, which I don't know, maybe that's what it, what it's for, but yeah, I know. I think that like a lot of it too is, I don't think that my like forte is captions as much. Um, I kind of like, I've kind of gotten the groove of captioning my photos because I, I, I post such similar things, the food photography. I'm like, okay, I'll write a little something about the dish and then the recipe. And I've just kind of gotten into the habit with that. Or if I'm managing a social media account, I get into the habit of like, you know, what to do for that. But I think with Twitter, it scares me because it's like, I don't feel like I'm clever enough for Twitter because it just seems like it has to be like a clever like sentence or two. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like and I don't know what I would say. It does seem like that because it's like yeah. for for writing, like, you know, it's these like little quick blurbs. It's like everything that turns into now like 
a meme. Yeah. You know, it, it's just yeah. like social commentary and like, yeah, quick-witted kind of like. Right. And I don't feel like, I don't know. I don't think I'm made for that space. <laughs> I'm, I'll stay on Instagram. I love Instagram. So yeah. stick with that. And I um, guess it's okay to just be on like one platform yeah. versus trying to be on all of them. Because I think oh, like yeah. even, even starting this up, it's like, okay, you know, when I started my podcast last year, I got too in the weeds of, okay, I need to be on this and I need to be on that. And I'm like, how is this going to look across everything? Cause it seems like, you know, you have to make sure that you're in all the right places, but yeah. like, what's your take on that? Like you could just live on Instagram. Like at the end of the day, you're relying on that if that's where you want to build your following. But I think that for me, like the way that I see it, I, you know, I have to be completely honest and transparent. Like, I definitely go back and forth when it comes to Instagram and how I want to use it. There's times where I feel like, wow, I think I want to focus on like building my following. And then maybe like from there, I can start doing some more collaborations with brands and companies and, um, you know, doing food photography for them, like through Instagram and stuff. Um, and then other times I just almost look at it as like a portfolio. Um, yeah. and I don't focus as much on like building the following. I more just focus on the content I'm putting up and just using it so that like in my own, you know, like my career, when I'm, you know, going to apply for a job, like in digital marketing, or I'm looking to, you know, do food photography for a client, like I have that there and they look at it and they can see my work. Um, right. so I kind of go back and forth on that. But I think that if you're like a company wanting to reach as many people as possible, I mean, it's probably best to be on all social channels because you're just going to reach more people with it. Um, but I just think for me and my personal, like just my personal page, I just feel like that's a lot um, mm -hmm. to do. And I kind of just like focusing on Instagram. But I think that could be also like partly me holding myself back because I think that like if I went onto Twitter, like a different um you know, channel or like Pinterest or whatever. It's like, oh, I have to learn that now, you right. know? And I, like I said, I know how to use it. I'm very familiar with it, but I would have to find my way on there in my little routine. You know what I mean? Right, so, like, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do, you, do you feel like right now you have like a set way to go about like, okay, I'm going to post like this, yeah. like a content calendar. Like how do you yeah. organize all of that stuff? I don't have a content calendar for myself. Um, if, if I'm managing an account, like I'll do a content calendar. But for me, I just kind of, um, like I said, I'm a list maker. I have a list in my phone with like all of like my ideas of posts that I want to do. And then just like day by day, if I'm like, Oh, I feel like I'm going to make this, um, I'll do it and I'll take a picture and I have my light box all set up. And, um, yeah, so I kind of just take a day by day, whatever I feel like shooting that day. But then of course I'll have like, like some people send me products so I'll be like, okay, I need to do that um, by this certain time, you know? Right. Um, like I worked with Daily Harvest recently. Have you heard of Daily Harvest? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so good. So good, by the way. This episode's not sponsored. <laughs> no, not sponsored. But I mean, if they want to, they they can. They can yeah. Right. No. Um, yeah. So I they like sent me product and they wanted me to take pictures by a certain time. So obviously I had to do that. But other than that, like I just take it natural. I'm like, whatever I feel like doing, because I definitely was in like a time period where I was very obsessive over like when I was eating, what I was going to eat. Is it Instagrammable? Is it like, am I going to be able to take a picture of it? I got there and I was there and I've recently kind of gotten out of that and been a little bit more relaxed with it and realized yeah. that I 
don't want to take pictures of every meal, but um, I can still enjoy my passion. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like balancing, like, are you enjoying that moment that you're like having? Right. Or is it like. And it's such a good point. Like, or like, I think that people definitely like, I get a little um, self-conscious, like when I'm out, you know, out to eat somewhere um, or just like taking pictures of my food in general. Cause I know that there's like people that are like, Oh, are you even really living in the moment? Um, or are you just taking pictures of your food? And it's like, I don't know. I just really enjoy doing it. So, but I do think that it's important to like, make sure you're being like in the present, like present about it too. Well, if you don't feel that you're not being in the moment and taking that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if, if you feel like that is interrupting, then maybe that's how you like naturally feel, you know, like, I don't know if it has to be like one way or another. It's probably like you say, like, what are you most comfortable with? Right, exactly. Uh, and then maybe that is, and maybe that's not your thing. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, exactly. daily order, like, how how did you do that? Like, their their imagery is like so attractive. What <laughs> is the daily harvest? Oh, I know. It is. It, it just like I look at. It, I'm like, damn, that it looks <laughs> like it's just like peeking out the top of the cup. Oh, I know. It looks like so good. I'm like. So you've ordered it before? You've tried it? I have tried it, yeah. Yeah, so I haven't good. tried a ton of it. I think I've done like a smoothie or two, but I like... So good. I know, and I see like my like my goal is like you see like if you go to their website, you see their pictures. Like I want to be taking pictures for Daily Harvest, like like on a like more professional level rather than like blog style. Yeah. Like that would be awesome. Like those are the companies I want to work with. So, um, but yeah, so that was really cool, like trying their product and everything. Well, how do they get it to look so good? Like there, there are some brands that really do it well. Yeah. I feel like they're one of them. Um, I think even like, it's just like the way that they do it. Like even some ice cream companies are like, there's definitely like tricks to the trade there. I think that a lot of it lighting is going to be your number one thing with food photography. Like the lighting is key. Like it has to be perfect or it's like not going to look appetizing. So I think getting the right lighting, which those kinds of um, companies, like their professional pictures that they have on their website or like on their product or whatever, like are taken with like artificial lighting um, usually. So doing the right lighting and then also obviously like having like the right backdrops. And I think that like there are certain tricks. Like I know sometimes I've done this myself to make a bowl look fuller. Like you just put like, um, like a bunch of like, other food like I don't know like let's say you're making like a like a bowl like a a buddha bowl do you know what a buddha bowl is not not too familiar it's just like uh it's like different veggies like all together in a bowl okay. I've seen pictures of them if you want to like you know make the bowl look fuller you just put like a bunch of like just random food or you could put like really anything to like lift it up and then you put everything on top so if I had to guess, that's probably what they're doing with the smoothies there. They have something in there that like makes it higher. Do you know what I'm saying? Raises it up, yeah. Um, so that's like a, there's definitely just like little things you'll learn as you as you go. And um, I've tried, I've had to like learn to not be afraid to like fail or like to not have a picture because there's probably like 200 pictures that I've never posted because I was like, that's not good enough. Like I don't think it's like that great. Yeah. Okay, you know. So like with that even said, like going back to our earlier point, like, when do you just say, I'm going to do this first one, and I'm not going to redo it? Like, it's almost 
like I'd like to have this be like an unedited podcast where it's like a lot of people will go back and cut this and this and this or mm. yeah. there's a little bit of time or there's an um or a like. Yeah. So when, when do you like balance? And I know the food photography is so different because the whole point of it is for it to look nice. Yeah. But it's like balancing that like perfect shot versus like right. sending it out. Well, I think that like part of that is like, it depends on what you're shooting and like who it's going to. Yeah. Um, and right now, like I said, I'm definitely like doing more casual, like lifestyle stuff where it's not like going to be a hundred percent perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like I'm, I'm still, you know, learning. Um, but I think that the key is, like I said, like going back and looking at your old photos and remembering like how far you've come and knowing that, but I think that too, it's, it's interesting. A lot of, um, the pictures like that you're saying off daily harvest, they, or any big like food brand like that. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier. You also have like retouching afterwards as well. Um, food photography, just like you would like a model, like a picture of a model where they retouch it. Like they do that with food too. Like you, you put in Photoshop and like something looks like a little off, you can edit it. And that's why they look so perfect. And also it's, um, it's funny. I just, I follow this one food photographer on Instagram and she was showing, um, on her, she posted like a little tutorial. She literally added like an ice cube to a drink that she took a picture of like afterwards in Photoshop. And it looked so real. Really? So you have to remember that. Oh, is that me? Oh no, that's you. Sorry, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember that, like, people, like, like, and it's funny because, like, people will get like um, insecure because they'll see pictures of models like all edited, and you have to remember, like, oh no, they they've been photoshopped and all this. That's how I feel probably a little bit about like when I see pictures of food, like, oh, am I ever gonna get there? Like with my pictures, and I'm right, like, oh, yeah. they they are edited afterwards too, um, which I think sometimes is a lot of it, like kind of like more than just talent is like the editing process too. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild to see like some of the the retouchers and like compositors that you know we see come through. I'm like, oh my god, like that's incredible yeah. that oh that yeah I, I, is like not real <laughs> yes it, it's it's such a skill and that's one of my like quarantine things i want to start learning i feel like i'm making this list of quarantine what things. Are, yeah what else is on your or in your quarantine thing list i'm making this list of quarantine things to do and i'm realizing okay quarantine's gonna have to be like five months for this to like all yeah. happen which i'm not even gonna speak that out loud because we don't want that to happen um but yeah so doing that just taking a lot of like online courses like I really want to learn a lot but a lot of my goals recently have been to do like online classes during this quarantine I feel like I haven't even really had that much time because I've been working on um like other little projects like little freelance like side projects and also I've been doing a lot of interviews because I'm moving to Philly and um so I'm doing interviews but I definitely want to get back to like learning um once all of that's over what about you yeah, it's it's just really like this is my first my first big thing off the list, just like getting this off the ground and, and yes. kind of getting back into uh, social media and maybe the cooking show in the meantime. Oh my I god! Just have, yes. I just have to find my like voice with it, which I feel like we've kind of talked through it today a little, like yeah. social media therapy. Um, yeah, no, seriously, like I think what what was the conclusion? I think we came to. I think it's just like you just got to do it, and you just got to start. Yeah. Just do it. And I think, you know, kind of mixing like whatever your personality is, whatever feels right with that. Yeah. 
So if it's like a little sense of humor, if it's like, you know, healthy, but not a hundred percent, like, you know, all that together could be a real authentic. Yeah. Key is being yourself and yeah, being yourself because you want to be authentic. That's how you're really going to connect with your followers is by being authentic. So do that. And then, but also, you know, not being like concerned by the oversaturation of people that are already doing what maybe you want to do because you're different. You're going to have your own spin on it. I feel like those were like, there are like our good takeaways from our conversation. <laughs> yeah. And it's good. Like, it's like how I feel about this, where it's like, I'm not mirroring anything else. I'm, I'm letting it kind of like flow into whatever it is. And that's why it's, it's cool. And I'm excited to have people like you on to just kind of like, yeah, no, about and, and just talk about things that are relevant. Um, yeah, no, I know. It's been such a good conversation. It's so fun to talk about these things too, because a lot of things that we talked about, I feel like were things that people like think about and like, like, and some of it is stuff that people don't really talk about. I, I, you know what I mean? Like to do with social media, because a lot of people don't like to like really admit sometimes that like they like, you know, want a following or they want to like, um, they really want, it took me a while to be like, you know what? I really want to be a YouTuber. Like, I really want to like grow a following on there and to be able to actually say that, you know? Um, so I think that if anybody's, you know, if anybody's listening, I hope somebody's listening. <laughs> is, yeah. Don't be scared to like, you know, be real with what you want to do and just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, you got to put that out there and like, yeah, that's the same thing. Like just getting back into it and, you know, seeing where it goes. But yeah. um, I was about to say my, my laptop's on 2%. Well, we can, we can definitely, you know, collaborate again. Maybe we'll do like a little like uh, yeah. cooking, like a little live cooking together or something like that. I, mean, I have to make sure I can get the ingredients, but. Please. Okay. That's going to be our next collab cooking. Yeah, we'll, we'll follow up and do something, but I'll check in on your YouTube. You know, you can see, uh, you know, how I'm coming along with this stuff and. Yeah. Maybe launching a little cooking show soon. So I know. I feel like we both have good takeaways from this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I, all good. I'm going to start working on my YouTube. You're going to start doing your cooking. Like, we got this. We'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for, thanks for hopping on today. It was awesome to talk with you. And uh, thank you for having me. This was so yeah. fun. We'll, we'll do this again soon. Okay. Sounds good. And that's the show, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it for you. Stay tuned. More episodes coming up. Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I'll talk to you guys soon. See you.